0: Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. Today is day one hundred and twenty-six. We're reading 2nd Samuel chapters 17 and 18 today. Your hosts are Tave Moore and Matt Carter.
1: This is the Daily Reader for Day 126. 2 Samuel chapters 17 and 18. Yesterday we learned of Hushai, who remained loyal to David, and Ahithophel, who defected to Absalom, and whose counsel was esteemed as if one consulted the Word of God. In chapter 17, these counselors play a defining role as Hushai and Ahithophel, jockey for Absalom's ear. At the outset, Ahithophel recommends that he himself command a force to overtake and destroy David while he is on the run. This idea seems great to Absalom, but Hushai, whom David had instructed to play the spy, counters. He tells Absalom to wait until all Israel has rallied to you, and then go out yourself and strike the decisive blow. Uh, Pay attention to the author's observation that the Lord had ordained to defeat the good counsel of Ahithophel, so that the Lord might bring harm upon Absalom. Now, Once again we see deceptions intended to bring destruction, not just engineered by men, but being used as an instrument by the Lord. The Lord has, in this instance, revealed his preference of David over Absalom, and he's willing to manipulate Absalom's heart just as he manipulated Pharaoh to fulfill his purposes. This advice, along with his advance warning to David, gives David's forces crucial time to escape across the Jordan and regroup. The coup d'etat explodes into civil war, as forces loyal to Absalom engage David's army, and the loss was great on that day. And though David had ordered his commanders to deal gently for my sake with the young man Absalom, The king's son faces a humiliating violent end. It's always important to pay attention to where the author focuses his time. Nearly half of chapter 18 is committed to describing how David learned of Absalom's death. The detail here is tenfold greater than that used to describe the battle where thousands died. It might be appropriate to slowly grasp that image of David sitting between the two gates Earnestly wondering is it well with the young man Absalom our verse for this week is John fourteen six. Jesus said to him. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me 2nd Samuel 17 and 18 now let's read it
0: chapter 17 Moreover Ahithophel said to Absalom let me choose 12,000 men and I will arise and pursue David tonight I will come upon him while he is weary and discouraged, and throw him into a panic, and all the people who are with him will flee. I will strike down only the king, and I will bring all the people back to you as a bride comes home to her husband. You seek the life of only one man, and all the people will be at peace. And the advice seemed right in the eyes of Absalom and all the elders of Israel. Then Absalom said, Call Hushai the archite also, and let us hear what he has to say. And when Hushai came to Absalom, Absalom said to him, Thus has Ahithophel spoken. Shall we do as he says? If not, you speak. Then Hushai said to Absalom, This time the counsel that Ahithophel has given is not good. Hushai said, You know that your father and his men are mighty men, and that they are enraged, like a bear robbed of her cubs in the field. Besides, your father is expert in war. He will not spend the night with the people. Behold, even now he has hidden himself in one of the pits or in some other place, and as soon as some of the people fall at the first attack, whoever hears it will say, There has been a slaughter among the people who follow Absalom. Then even the valiant man, whose heart is like the heart of a lion, will utterly melt with fear. For all Israel knows that your father is a mighty man, and that those who are with him are valiant men. My counsel is that all Israel be gathered to you, from Dan to Beersheba, as the the sand by the sea for multitude, and that you go to battle in person. So we shall come upon him in some place where he is to be found, and we shall light upon him as the dew falls on the ground. And of him and all the men with him, not one will be left." If he withdraws into a city, then all Israel will bring ropes to that city, and we shall drag it into the valley, until not even a pebble is to be found there. And Absalom and all the men of Israel said, The counsel of Hushai the archite is better than the counsel of Ahithophel, for the Lord had ordained to defeat the good counsel of Ahithophel, so that the Lord might bring harm upon Absalom. Then Hushai said to Zadok and Abiathar the priests, Thus and so did Ahitophel counsel Absalom and the elders of Israel, and thus and so have I counseled. Now therefore send quickly and tell David, Do not stay tonight at the fords of the wilderness, but by all means pass over, lest king and all the people who are with him be swallowed up. Now Jonathan and Himaz were waiting at Rogel. A female servant was to go and tell them, and they were to go and tell king David, for they were not to be seen entering the city. But a young man saw them and told Absalom, So both of them went away quickly, and came to the house of a man at Bahurim, who had a well in his courtyard, and they went down into it. And the woman took and spread a covering over the well's mouth, and scattered grain on it, and nothing was known of it. When Absalom's servants came to the woman at the house, they said, Where are Ahimaaz and Jonathan? And the woman said to them, They have gone over the brook of water. And when they had sought and could not be found, they returned to Jerusalem. After they had gone, the men came up out of the well, and went and told King David, they said to David, Arise and go quickly over the water, for thus and so has Ahithophel counseled against you. Then David arose, and all the people who were with him, and they crossed the Jordan. By daybreak not one was left who had not crossed the Jordan. When Ahithophel saw that his counsel was not followed, he saddled his donkey and went off home to his own city. He set his house in order and hanged himself, and he died and was buried in the tomb of his father. Then David came to Mahanaim, and Absalom crossed the Jordan with all the men of Israel, now Absalom had set Amasa over the army instead of Joab. Amasa was the son of a man named Ithra the Ishmaelite, who had married Abigail, the daughter of Nahash, sister of Zeruiah, Joab's mother, and Israel and Absalom encamped in the land of Gilead. When David came to Mahanaim, Shobi, the son of Nahash, from Rabbah of the Ammonites, and Machir, the son of Amiel, from Lod-debar, and Barzillai, the Gileadite, from Rogalam brought beds, ripped, basins and earthen vessels, wheat, barley, flour, parched grain, beans, and lentils, honey and curds, and sheep and cheese from the herd for David and the people with him to eat, for they said the people are hungry and weary and thirsty in the wilderness. Chapter 18 then David mustered the men who were with him, and set over them commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds. And David sent out the army, one-third under the command of Joab, one-third under the command of Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, Joab's brother, and one-third under the command of Ittai, the Gittite. And the king said to the men, I myself will also go out with you. But the men said, You shall not go out, for if we flee, they will not care about us. If half of us die, they will not care about us, but you are worth ten thousand of us. Therefore it is better that you send us help from the city. The king said to them, Whatever seems best to you, I will do. So the king stood at the side of the gate, while all the army marched out by hundreds and by thousands. And the king ordered Joab and Abishai and Ittai deal gently for my sake with the young man Absalom. And all the people heard when the king gave orders to all the commanders about Absalom. So the army went out into the field against Israel, and the battle was fought in the forest of Ephraim. And the men of Israel were defeated there by the servants of David, and the loss there was great on that day, twenty thousand men. The battle spread over the face of all the country, and the forest devoured more people that day than the sword. And Absalom happened to meet the servants of David. Absalom was riding on his mule, and the mule went under the thick branches of a great oak, and his head caught fast in the oak, and he was suspended between heaven and earth, while the mule that was under him went on. And a certain man saw it, and told Joab, Behold, I saw Absalom hanging in an oak. Joab said to the man who told him, What, you saw him? Why then did you not strike him there to the ground? I would have been glad to give you ten pieces of silver and a belt. But the man said to Joab, Even if I felt in my hand the weight of a thousand pieces of silver, I would not reach out my hand against the king's son, for in our hearing the king commanded you and Abishai and Ittai, for my sake, protect the young man Absalom. On the other hand, if I had dealt treacherously against his life, and there is nothing hidden from the king, then you yourself would have stood aloof. Joab said, I will not waste time like this with you. And he took three javelins in his hand, and thrust them into the heart of Absalom, while he was still alive in the oak. And ten young men, Joab's armor-bearers, surrounded Absalom, and struck him, and killed him. Then Joab blew the trumpet, and the troops came back from pursuing Israel, for Joab restrained them. And they took Absalom and threw him into a great pit in the forest, and raised over him a very great heap of stones. And all Israel fled, every one to his own home. Now Absalom in his lifetime had taken and set up for himself the pillar that is in the king's valley, for he said, I have no son to keep my name in remembrance. He called the pillar after his own name, and it is called Absalom's monument to this day. Then Ahimaaz the son of Zadok said, let me run and carry news to the king that the Lord has delivered him from the hand of his enemies. And Joab said to him, You are not to carry news today. You may carry news another day, but today you shall carry no news, because the king's son is dead. Then Joab said to the Cushite, Go tell the king what you have seen. The Cushite bowed before Joab and ran. Then Ahimaaz the son of Zadok, said again to Joab, Come what may, let me also run after the Cushite. And Joab said, Why will you run, my son, seeing that you will have no reward for the news? Come what may, he said, I will run. So he said to him, Run. Then Ahimaz ran by the way of the plain, and outran the Cushite. Now David was sitting between the two gates, and the watchman went up to the roof of the gate by the wall, and when he lifted up his eyes and looked, he saw a man running alone. The watchman called out and told the king, and the king said, If he is alone, there is news in his mouth. And he drew nearer and nearer. The watchman saw another man running. And the watchman called to the gate and said, See, another man running alone. The king said, He also brings news. The watchman said, I think the running of the first is like the running of Ahimaz, the son of Zadok. The king said, He is a good man and comes with good news. Then Ahimaz cried out to the king, All is well. And he bowed before the king with his face to the earth and said, Blessed be the Lord your God, who has delivered up the men who raised their hand against my lord the king. And the king said, Is it well with the young man Absalom? Ahimaaz answered, When Joab sent king's servant, your servant, I saw a great commotion, but I do not know what it was. And the king said, Turn aside and stand here. So he turned aside and stood still. And behold, the Cushite came. And the Cushite said, Good news for my lord the king, for the lord has delivered you this day from the hand of all who rose up against you. King said to the Cushite, Is it well with the young man Absalom? And the Cushite answered, May the enemies of my lord the king and all who rise up against you for evil be like that young man. And the king was deeply moved and went up to the chamber over the gate and wept. And as he went, he said, "O my son Absalom, my son Absalom, my son, would I had died instead of you. Oh, Absalom, my son, my son. Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible.